Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Not this time. Hey! (laughs) Oi! (laughs) Baltimore City's finest. Jerry brought gifts. The handheld... Video games from the 80s. God. He got me baseball. What did he get you, Jeremy? Basketball. He got you. You must have got you hockey. And he got me the rules. He did. <laughs> and what did you get, Joe? I got football. You got football. I haven't seen one of these in a long time. <laughs> he knows our personalities. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Ed and Jeremy's top three NFL teams. Um, I'll review, recap what you gave, and you can tell us why. Jeremy, you hit the number one team. Baltimore Ravens, number two, 49ers, number three, Eagles. Yeah, so the only, I said this earlier, the one thing that I think most people are going to be looking for is who do you have as your third team? Because it seems fairly set that most people are going to have the Ravens one after beating the Niners and the Niners two, right? It feels fairly set there. There might be some different things. And the question comes down, who's your number three team? I went with the Eagles. I don't feel great about them. But again, I would ask you, who do you feel great about at number three? I mean, do you like the Dolphins coming off a win where... It's their first win against a good team. Um, and then I'm here, like when Ed picked the Dolphins, and I think it makes total sense at number three. Um, I would have picked the Bills had they won a little bit bigger against the Chargers, I think, because I think they're playing the, the best football right now. But it's it's tough. It's tough to figure out who your third team's going to be. Hey, Jeremy's not following along. I didn't tell what Ed's was yet, but we'll do it. And <laughs> now number, everybody knows. Number one, Ravens. Number two, 49ers. Number three, Dolphins. Ed, what was your thinking? I ruined the big surprise. Well, you did. Well, my reasoning was, I mean, I, you know, I had the Lions at number three last week. Last week was 49ers, Ravens, Ravens, Lions. And I thought the Lions are very good. Um, but, you know, they didn't have a – they beat the Vikings. You know, and the Vikings are not a, a bad team, so that was a good win for them. Right. But the Dolphins beat the Cowboys. That was, a, you know, the second best game of the weekend, I think. And, you know, that's they were two teams with a reputation of being really powerful teams that couldn't beat other good teams, though. And right. the Dolphins, they won that fight. So I had to put them up at three. And the Cowboys continue the narrative of not being able to win big games on the road. Right. Yeah, because they're Miami. What are they, three yeah. and five this year so far on the road? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it, it, that, that will still continue to be a big question mark for them. The Dolphins, on the other hand, are four and three on the road. Let's hope to knock them to 500. Before it's all said and done, 410-583-1057, that's the number. So, again, Ed Norris, Ravens, 49ers, Dolphins, number three. Yep. Jeremy Kahn, Ravens, 49ers, Eagles, number three. That's the correct one, yep. (laughs) I didn't mean that's the correct one for me. That's just the correct one overall. Let's go over our picks again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out to Baltimore. I hit seven out of nine. No, wait a minute. (laughs) Yeah, seven seven out of nine. Andre in Baltimore. What's up, Andre? Yeah, what's up, Ry? Hanging in there, man. I've been doing good. I got a question. It it, it might be just me, but I, I I revisit those three games we lost, and 
I found that they get a lead and then take their foot off the throttle. Everything just dialed back like they planned for a field goal. And I saw it in the 49ers game in the fourth quarter. They was get ready to start it then with all those runs instead of staying on the juggler. Now, I, I'm thinking in the fourth quarter, you get like Belichick. You don't go for the juggler. You go for the the head decapitation. You know, well, 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 well Belichick hadn't done that since he had Brady and, and, and Randy Moss and other guys, number one. Number two, you, if for you not to use the clock in that situation, to me, Andre, isn't smart football. The last thing you want to do is start dropping back the pass, throwing in completions, and leaving a lot of clock for you your three and out and use up 30 yeah, that's, seconds. That's, there's a yeah. difference between going for the juggler and, and using the clock as your friend. And I, I thought that's what they did. They used the clock as their friend. I thought it was smart football. Yeah, but the other team is going all out. They trying to win. Well, they have to. They've been going all out all game. And they have to go all out because they're behind by three scores. You're sitting back uh, playing for a field goal, then the other team can score. like Just like if, if that interception hadn't happened and a, a touchdown had happened, we would, you know, that game was just about – Tied. But, it, but it did happen because they're they're throwing too much, and it, when you throw the ball, oh, only one good thing can happen. The others yeah. are all bad. I, I, the one I, was an interception. I thought it was smart football that they played on on Monday night. I did. Um, uh, we're going a lot of ifs and ands and buts. I thought it was smart football. Are I mean, we, are we going to address the elephant in the room? Because I'm over here dying because my man literally changed going for the jugular, and that was the thing. Like step on their throats, go for the jugular. He said, no, you got to decapitate their head. <laughs> he said, you have to take their head. That's when you know. Once you have their head away from their body, that's when you've won. You hold it up. <laughs> to Some the zero wins. Like, what the hell? That's Brock. You've got to decapitate <laughs> no, that man. I, I just, no, I, he said decapitate the head, which yeah. is unnecessary because that's what decapitation but means. It, usually when you decapitate the head, too, you do go for the jugular, right? Isn't that yeah, but this start? means beheading someone. <laughs> you can't decapitate an arm. <laughs> so I'm just saying. It's like Scott would argue you can't get beamed in the head. That's what a beaning is. You get hit in the arm. You get beamed. It means you got hit in the head. Four ten five eight three one zero five seven is the number. Yeah, I thought that was smart. Well, it's not a smart offense. But if it that was. were the case too, how could Rob ever lose? Who can lift that thing besides himself? Well, His head, head, I mean. Head. <laughs> I'm glad you. That's why he does a lot of I'm neck glad, exercise. I'm glad you. <laughs> I'm glad you uh, <laughs> specified Use both what hands. you were talking about. <laughs> why do they call you long? <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> What do we learn about the Chiefs this year? Because they look like a dysfunctional family. Ed Norris is going to examine them at 930. But on the other side, it's the Daily Line. What you got, Jeremy? Yeah, I got a couple fun gambling stories for you. A guy that hit big over the weekend. Some of the big money that's coming in. And what the hell has been going on in bowl games? We had another bowl game yesterday where the line moved six points on game day without any distinguishing information that changes everything. I'll give you the best plays for today. NBA, college football, we have four games and a full slate of NHL. That I'm going to play my game. I'm going to play the game. Right here on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Big Bad Daily Line. Sponsored by FanDuel. FanDuel is America's number one sportsbook. From the money line to the point spreads to player props. Make every moment more with FanDuel Sportsbook. Official sports betting partner of the NFL. 105.7 The Fan. On third down, Kramer to throw it. He hits the edge, and it's a touchdown. Jamison Gears in for six for Minnesota. Here's another one for Taylor, seeking the end zone. Nobody can stop Darius Taylor. Yeah, so one of my favorite plays yesterday was the under in that game. It did not work out. Uh, I did want to specifically talk about that, and then, of course, the nightcap. Those are the two games I got wrong. Uh, Hit on Texas State. Are you still playing that damn thing, man? We're on the air now. My instructions are in French. Yeah, see, I speak a little French. A little wee-wee right there. Well, maybe you could help me out here. All right. Well, look. All right, so going back to yesterday's bowl games, that bowl game in specific. Can you turn his damn mic off? Uh, it's, <laughs> off it's, it's off. off it's on, off. Man. It's off. It's off. It's off. Bam. All right, so with that bowl game, it, you had 18 points at the, what was it, or 19 points at the half. I think it was 10 to 9. The total was right around 43, 44. That line was moving. It opened up at like 39 and a half. Love the under in that game, and then you saw what happened in the second half, which it's just so unexplained. You look at the quarterbacks who weren't playing all that well. You had the big, you had the touchdown the first drive of the game. Boom, big run, long pass, touchdown, and then all of a sudden you're going, all right, that's how today's going to go, and then it just goes down to a snail's pace. You don't have the scoring going on, anything like that. So now in the situation that we're having, you had that quick score, you come out in the second half, you know they're going to run the football, and then they just couldn't stop the run to save their lives. And so the game went over the total. Uh, that was a kind of a pisser. We talked about Oklahoma City. We talked about, uh, what was the other game? that um, the, the Pelicans who ended up, I don't know what they did in the fourth quarter, but they were outscored by 13 points, went to overtime and lost. Uh, so that stuck about the as Pistons? Well. The Pistons, God, they suck so bad. And you can honestly... Historically. Yeah, you can bet on pretty much whatever you want to bet on with the Pistons and how many wins they can get. Like, they had a couple runs. But but see... It was 27 in a row? I, no, no. You say historically. I said they had no, a now, Oh, I know historically, yeah. yeah. Well, the weird thing is there's somebody that's going to think they're not going to win a game, you know, or they're, they're going to lose all these games, which they will. They're a bad team. Yeah. Well, I meant historically bad by the second record. Yeah. I got you now. But I'm saying if they win, I, I think they get over that. <laughs> They get past all that stuff, and then all of a sudden now you're moving on to um, 
you know, where the mentality changes. You're not worried about that anymore. So it wouldn't shock me to see the Pistons finally get a win and then all of a sudden, you know, be whatever, 15 and 30 down the stretch or something. Like, that that wouldn't surprise me. Um, but anyway, so yesterday's games in the top plays, I did go three and one. Had the uh, the under in the Hawks game, had the, the Thunder, had the bowl game with Texas State. Um, the other bowl game that I wanted to talk about real quick was the UNLV game. Anytime anything happens with a Vegas team, yeah. a Nevada team, whether it's Nevada or Las Vegas, I'm assuming those are the only two, UNLV <laughs> and Nevada, um, questions arise. We've had the power go out in the fourth quarter of a UNLV game before. Where everybody's <laughs> like, what? what? So well, on game day, when you see a line move six points and UNLV's in it, everybody was losing their minds on social media and all these gambling forums yesterday. What the hell's going on with this game? Why is the line moving? Uh, ultimately, Kansas ends up covering. It's all much ado about nothing. Uh, but that was one where it seemed like UNLV was getting hammered by the Sharps and the line starts moving heavily. And it's like, what the hell's going on with that game? So let's look at today. We have four bowl games. Um, you got, and I don't know if any of these interest you. I'll just try to give you the run through. UNC West Virginia, that's at 530. UNC's lost quite a bit. Doesn't sound like Drake May's going to play. That's why West Virginia's favored by six and a half. You've got Louisville against USC. Louisville is favored by six and a half. Why? Because all of the primetime players for USC are not playing. And let me just tell you a little something about USC's defense. <coughs> they suck. They're just, it's they're so bad. And they're missing starters from the defense as well, which is why like Louisville seems like a good play. And then the same thing with Virginia Tech. I don't know any team that's lost more starters than Tulane headed into the bowl games. That's why they're a ten and a half point dog. Tulane was one of my favorite teams all year. Remember, they were a darling last year. They beat USC in the bowl game where everybody mm-hmm. was talking about Tulane. Where the hell is this Why coming in from? Why in a bowl, yeah. And now Tulane's had more transfer portal <laughs> issues and all kinds of stuff. Uh, that's why Virginia Tech is favored by 10 and a half, and they should be. The most interesting game today is Oak State versus Texas A&M. It's a three-point spread. The thing I would tell you about this is that A&M, with some of the lo- like different things that have gone on, players they've lost, the injuries... Um, I'd make sure that Ollie Gordon's going to be playing for Oak State if, if he's going to be in the game. Uh, but that's a tough one. It's a field goal game. I would probably lean towards AM in that game. But it's my least favorite of all four of these games. Uh, tough calls, it, it, depending on what you want to do. And the bowl season has been, I love the bowl games. It's typically something I have a great amount of success with and also have, like spend a lot of time watching. I've hated this bowl season. It's just been abysmal after abysmal. And I don't care if the games have been good. It's just... It's impossible with what they've done to try to handicap these things accordingly, mm-hmm. um, especially when you don't know who's going to be starting games an hour beforehand. Guys sitting out. We've even had guys that entered the transfer portal come back in a game to help a team win. Yeah, that was uh, Western Kentucky. Yeah, I think. Western Kentucky. Their quarterback came, Van Stamp or whatever his name is. All right, so let's look at tonight. A couple NBA plays. I'm on some totals here. I like the Knicks and Thunder to go over the 239 and a half. Since Mitchell Robinson's been out, the Knicks went from a top 10 defense to a bottom 10. And it's not just solely him. It's the style that they've been playing. It's who they've played as well. If you've played a lot of up-tempo teams, clearly things are going to change. But I think that's a great over spot. The Thunder on a back-to-back as well. Knicks a little extra time to get ready after playing on Christmas Day. Suns and Rockets under 225 and a half. Love that play. Um, I've talked about Houston quite a bit. They played the Pacers last night. If you waited... If you waited to bet that game, you might have got it at the right number. If not, it's a coin flip, whether or not you hit it. I mean, you can check your whatever your total was, but 
that game finished. It was a little slower than what we thought it was going to be, but it st- did start off fast. And I like uh, Philadelphia and the Orlando Magic to go under the 224. Those are my three plays tonight. In the NHL, I like Carolina to knock off Nashville. And I'm going to take Dallas and St. Louis to go over the six and a half. Been betting a lot of unders on Dallas games. I love this spot for an over. Uh, just going to fade the public there. But a bowl game started at 2 o'clock. That's Virginia Tech Tulane. Um, then we have uh, followed up by UNC West Virginia. And then an 8 o'clock and a 9 o'clock game. Louisville, USC. Texas A&M, Oak State with the 9 o'clock game probably being the best as far as viewing. Like watching a game and it being close. Yeah. Question. Yep. Now, I know you don't bet. Um, you don't bet player bets, prop bets in, I in do. hockey. No, I, it's in hockey. In hockey, and you, stuff, you know. yeah. So, do they have things like, like what I'm looking at? Vegas is playing um, Anaheim tonight, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm just curious what if because I would have liked to see is I'm going to my handy dandy um, notepad here. <laughs> Well, they're playing Anaheim. So the Golden Knights are playing Anaheim. The Golden Knights, you know, are very good. Stanley Cup reigning champs. But Aiden Hill is the goalie. He's the best goalie in hockey right now. 1.9-something goals against per game. Mm-hmm. Anaheim's... Oh, I almost cursed. It's a bad team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they stink. Um, they stink on ice. They stink on ice. What, are there any kind of prop bets for, like, you know, a shutout or one goal or less, you know? Uh, so you you can do different things. So obviously, you know, you can bet goal scores. Mm-hmm. I don't need to tell you that. Yeah. You can bet. Um, I know first goal you can get. Or goal, yeah, you know. power play points if you want to do that. You can mm-hmm. bet on assists or, I mean, all types of things. Shots on goal, you can bet that. Uh, game props, they'll have things like that where uh, one of my buddies was betting a lot of first like first score in the, mm-hmm. the first 10 minutes or something, yeah. eight minutes. You can do different things. Uh, you can guess the exact correct score, which those odds are ridiculous. Because here we got, you know, you got a goalie that's really hot on a really good team playing a really bad team. I'm just curious what they Okay. Do. To win in a shutout. Yeah. Golden Knights plus 850. To win with a shutout, excluding overtime plus 750. Total goal scored. So you uh, you could bet them being odd or even. Right. I mean, some of that stuff's just stupid. So it was eight, eight and a half to one? Yeah. And, and the other thing I, I wanted to bring up before we got out of this segment was the guy that put a $5 bet on 20 players for an anytime touchdown. Mm-hmm. And and the guy that also bet Brock Purdy at 50-1 to 1 to win the MVP. So the guy that bet him to win the MVP before the Ravens game sold that. It would have netted him $200,000 had he hit it, uh, had Brock Purdy won the MVP, which we still don't know. But again, right. it, it doesn't look good after that. So this guy sold it for $125,000 at an auction, which I would have done. Somebody offered him hundred and he said no, but like, it's not a guaranteed ticket. Right. You know, you still have a lot. And, and even then, like being favored, you know, things change relatively quickly in this league. So, um, but there was a guy that bet $5 and he won a half a million on 20 anytime player touchdowns. Some of them are a little weird, uh, like Washington's backup running back or whether or not you want to talk about the, right. the kid that's... Uh, so he picked some weird ones, and then the last one he needed on Sunday night or Monday night was Christian McCaffrey, who is the easiest guy to get the score touchdown because it feels like he does it every game. That game ended up being a little bit more dicey than that player would have liked, and then there was a video of the guy celebrating his win, so I wanted to bring that up as well. Thank you very much. 410-583-1057 is the number. Joe LaCroix's encore at 945, but on the other side, are the Kansas City Chiefs the NFL's most dysfunctional team? 
Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. All you can do is just move on, learn from your mistakes, get better. Um, and uh, I mean, I still believe that we can we can go do what we want to do. It's just uh, how can we correct it as quickly as possible? We're at two games left um, that are guaranteed, um, and then you, you, you talk about the playoffs. And so all you can do is move on to that next day, that next day, get better then, and try to be better the next time we hit, we step on the field. That's Patrick Mahomes of the Kansas City Chiefs, the team that came into the season as. Like the uh, the scariest team in the AFC, and right now they are just by name, not by D. They they've uh, they lost this past week to fall to nine and six on the year. They've lost three out of the last four, once to the Packers, once to the Bills. They beat the Patriots, and then they lose to the Raiders. And if you know you, you want to go a little further than that, they've lost four out of the last six. Yeah. So they've been a team that just does not seem to be uh, the team that we're used to seeing. A lot of fighting on the sidelines, a lot of yelling on the sidelines. Jeremy Conner, have they become the NFL's most dysfunctional team? One of them, uh, because there's – look, when we look at Pat Mahomes, we just expect him to be a difference maker. I, I did like the comparisons where people talk about Lamar's receiving core from his MVP season and the receiving core that, that he has now, speaking of uh, um, uh, Mahomes, and saying, well, look, man, he won an MVP with less than, and now you're out here and you still got your Hall of Fame tight end. doesn't look the same. People want to blame – uh, Taylor Swift and all this nonsense forward. I, I'm not buying into that. I mean, the team's just not very good. The receivers aren't good. The The funny thing about all of it is, it's like we go back to the, the whole bitching about being offsides in that one game. It's not just that game. They were offsides this oh, past week please. multiple times. Their two tackles line up basically in the backfield, yeah. which should be illegal on every single freaking play. And when you do things like that, what do referees do? They talk amongst one another. Yeah. Hey, man, you better watch out because this is what they do. But Referees have scouting reports, too. Is there any chance? Have the Chiefs locked up a playoff spot, or are they still? They have not. Okay. So they're in a situation, too, where I know they have it's a pretty interesting game this week. Um, but with the playoffs, man, everybody's talking about it. They should still win their division. Right, and get into the postseason. But if they have to go on the road, it's something that Pat Mahomes has never had to do in the postseason. The 500 against the Raiders, okay? Uh, they're two games ahead of the Raiders. What if they lose their next two, the Raiders win their next two? It's a possibility. The Ravens have, or Raiders, Raiders. Have, Raiders have the Falcons or Colts, I think Falcons. Or Bears have the Falcons. That's what it is. Now, here's the scenario for the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, what is it again, Joe? Uh, Kansas City clinches playoff berth in AFC West division title with a win or a Las Vegas loss or tie or a Denver loss and tie. Excuse me, Las Vegas loss and a Denver loss or tie. So, no, they're not in. They're not out of the mm-hmm. woods. And have they become the NFL's most dysfunctional family? Yes. 
absolutely. Look, this more dysfunctional franchises, clearly. I mean, but that's we've come to expect it with some of the New York Jets, you know, the Panthers, the teams, you know, franchises like that. But the problem, the Chiefs have been the gold standard now for years. They would, you know, everything went through Kansas City yeah, to the point where it just it got sick of hearing it. Where, you know, the road to the Super Bowl goes through KC every single year, and all they, they've never had a road playoff game. Blah, blah, blah. Nah, so when you're, you know, when you're on that pedestal and all of a sudden you come down a peg and your quarterback is screaming at people and yelling at the referees and, and talking out of school, like talking after the game about it. And, you you know, your Hall of Fame tight end is slamming his helmet down because he's not he's making business decisions now because, you know, his quarterback isn't that accurate. He's putting him in bad positions. Then you could Darius Tony with those ridiculous offsides and then dropping every other pass. Yeah, and they and they look like they're starting to turn on each other and argue and yell and yeah, I think they are. It's got all the the you know the the prima facie indications of like a dysfunctional family. Like yeah, they got problems. You so you know people start losing their temper and throwing things. It's usually a good sign that things aren't right because that's what you see. What's happening in that locker room behind closed doors? I mean, look, it, it, it's starting to come out on the field where we're seeing a guy not act the way we're accustomed to seeing right. him and Patrick Mahomes. Like, you, you see the frustration. Uh, there's a genuine dislike between he and Max Crosby. I think there's an appreciation for each other's games, but neither one of them like one another. Right. And, um, seeing those guys go after it, they usually have words during the game. And that was, it was a weird game where, I mean, the Raiders didn't do much. I, I'm not no. trying to take away from two defensive touchdowns what won that game. You, know, you get two defensive scores. By a defense that typically doesn't score. And and that's the thing about it. No one is having to play sensational games against them. They can't score. No. Yeah. The Kansas City Chiefs cannot score. That's the oddity. Their defense is not bad. But the no, offense. Their used, defense is really good. Really good, yeah. I mean, Nick Chris Jones is ridiculous. He's he's just a force. But the offense, which is traditionally how they've you know, just dominated people, it's not good. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Um, you know, I, I think they're a team right now, to be honest with you, Jeremy, lots of people will say, well, you don't want to face them in the playoffs. I have no fear of facing them in the playoffs. Me either. I, don't, I, I have no fear. I don't fear them. Uh, I mean, I still agree with I respect them. Mahomes can get hot at any time and that guy. Like, the playoffs start, you know it. Even now with them, if you scored with a minute left to go in a game or 40 seconds, you're going... Left too much time, even though it's him in this offense, you yeah. still may feel that way, and it may not come up roses for him because they just haven't been very good this year. If they were in a better division, mm-hmm. I don't know that they're getting in the postseason. I know. Put them in the, in the North. Yeah, we have to face the Ravens twice, the Steelers twice, the Browns twice, the Bengals twice. And with all that being said, they're still facing three backup quarterbacks in the North, and they're still. I I don't know that they're they're getting by here. They're just not. Their defense is the best thing that they offer you yeah. right now. Yeah, it's just odd. I mean, we're talking about the Kansas City Chiefs this way. And and none of us, neither one of us can say how ridiculous the other one sounds about it. I mean, I, I just, this is the Kansas City Chiefs t- football team, a team that came into the season as the big bad Bears. You know what I mean, now they're not. Now they're not. I mean, if I, if I get a pecking order of teams in the AFC, Ravens are naturally number one. How they're playing now. Ravens would be number one. I got to be honest with you, the Bills would be number two for me. Um, and then you flip a coin between the Browns and the Dolphins. Those four teams are the best teams in the, in the AFC right now. Mm-hmm. Those four are playing the best football right now in the AFC. The Chiefs might be – you have to put them number five. 
But then I again, the Raiders, the Raiders aren't playing that badly. I mean, the Raiders aren't playing great. I, nah, the Raiders playing better. They're, they had lost three in a row at one point recently, so no, you're right. Yeah, but I mean, when did they make the change to Antonio Pierce? They've been playing for that guy. Yeah, but they lost three in a row with him. The quarterback also didn't yeah. have a passing yard after the first quarter. When was that? Against the Chiefs? Against the Chiefs. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. They, they scored two defensive touchdowns. They yeah. would have lost that game for any other reason. I just don't know that like they're very good, and I think that says a lot about where the Chiefs are, that they could still catch them. Well, you said they have a lot of talent. I mean, they just do, and you can't deny Mahomes' ability. But still, I mean, this is this is not what you used to. You six losses by them by the end of the season is unheard of. Yeah, still two games left. This is weird. It is weird. <laughs> it is very weird. But I like it. I'm just you know I yeah. hated this every year where. Oh well, I I get that part of it. I I still like the Chiefs. Be I mean, they're still relevant. I still like watching them play and rooting against them. Um, you know me. I only like dynasties if it's my team. That's selfish. Yeah, me too. That's how I am. You like dynasties because you think it's just good for sports. I think it's in good general. for sports. Gives yeah. you somebody to chase. And I love the Chiefs. I love the Chiefs. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. I I I wish they returned back to form. I I wanted to beat the Chiefs to get to the Super Bowl. I want to beat them. You know, I mean, you 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 want to knock down that king. I don't want the Chiefs to be limping into the playoffs and uh, a a mere shadow of they used to be there's a shell only, of themselves. I want them to be the top dog and knock them off. There's only one thing that I want to happen. That's Joe Flacco to come to Baltimore for a playoff game. That's what I want. And that's me. Not, that's not me. It's like, I'm not wishing that the Ravens lose. Like, I just want to see that game because I think there's so many great. It would drive everybody here nuts, by the way. But I, I, I would just yeah, like I to know. see I'd it. like to see him in the playoffs, but not here. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, because first of all, I want to root for him in the playoffs. So I'd like to root for him against another team. You know, if they play the, the Bills or the Dolphins or whoever they're going to play, the Chiefs, just not here. Flacco's, he's a unique case for me because a lot of times you just don't care when guys leave. When Flacco left, I think he did a lot for the team in the city. So it's like when you get divorced or you break up, but you're not, you don't hate your ex. Mm-hmm. Like you're happy that they're happy, <laughs> that they met somebody nice and they're going on with their life and you don't have any animus to them, toward them. And that's how I feel about Flacco. Like I, I wanted to succeed. I wish he would have been successful with the Jets. What he said, I'm 180 degrees from that. Oh, we know that. What he said. But <laughs> in my defense, I didn't like him when he was here. So <laughs> I didn't like when he was here. 410-583-1057. That's the number. Baltimore's Big Bad Morning Show on the fan. Joe LaCroix's Encore. You don't want to miss it. Up next on the fan. I don't need a recap of my disaster. He had two eight and eights in a row, so they weren't losing. All right. He went nine and four? Did an eight and eight, eight and eight, five and ten, nine and four in week 13. Man. That's pathetic, dude. Everybody gives Mike Tomlin credit for eight and eight, so I'll give you credit for eight and eight. <laughs> Jeremy, I think you're behind me. Yeah, not for long, though. You've been saying that all year. You've how been behind me all year. Be, how far behind Rob are you? Two. Two, yeah. I'm 12 behind you. Right. You keeping uh, track of that? I got. Are we doing the playoffs, nah, man? Too? We don't do the playoffs. Nah, he's, just, season. he's just being arrogant about it. That's yeah. all, Jeb. You don't pick up on the arrogance? No, I like that's it. My, that's the name of his cologne, arrogance. <laughs> I like a confident Ed. <laughs> Talk a little smack, Ed. Get yours in, man. Have nah, some fun man. with it. Yeah. It's, it's what like, is the actual fragrance of arrogance? You smell it when you know it. Apparently, it's you me. Know it's my it. essence. It's Dracar Noir and Brute mixed together. Dracar Noir. 
Jakar. Remember that? Remember Jakar was a thing? Uh, <laughs> what are you wearing? Cool water. Noir. Cool water. I loved cool water. So was <laughs> I. Cool water was my, that's what I went to. And cool by the way, water. didn't know how to put on cologne. Put way too much on. Smell like a French whore. <laughs> Do I smell good now? No, you smell awful. Uh, and that's the encore for the day. 410-583-1057. Cool water. Jupe. Jupe. Did anybody... <laughs> Yope. Did anyone wear jupe? Yope. <laughs> was it yope? It was yope. Is that how it's pronounced? Yope? Yeah. Yope. yeah. Did, you, did you wear it? Absolutely. <laughs> so you didn't wear jupe, you wore yope. I wore yope. Yope? I'll go way back, man. I wore Aramis. Oh, man. During the Saturday Night Fever era. Aramis? What, was that created by one of the three musketeers? Is that how far you go back? It was named after, yeah. <laughs> did the, did the, you uh, don't remember Aramis? No. That's great. Wait a minute. Who am I asking? Rob? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Great flannel? Did the... I never wore it, but I. I, I that's what I it. wore. Did the ladies in your uh, in your life wear jean de tay? My mother. <laughs> your mother My mother had bottles of jean de tay everywhere. <laughs> she I loved that. Was that like is. every every like Christmas, whatever you got, you had to get her a bottle of that as well. <laughs> My grandmother wore uh, summer's eve. She had boxes of it underneath of the. It's different. The no, it's it's, it smelled like a country rose. It's not a it's not cologne though. It's not the same. I, I almost said something that would have gotten us killed. <laughs> it's not the same thing. I, I, I used another brand. It was Twinkle something else with a T. Twinkle. Hey there, sugar lips. I, you know, but like all the different colognes that I brought up Stetson. That was the really old one that the old white dudes always had. Did you ever have Stetson? Somebody bought that for once. How about I, this I one? Like how about that. this one? English leather. Oh, I do oh, know that one. <laughs> do know that one. Well, the I didn't cheap, wear any the of it. ones in the drugstore, I, I, you know, Old Spice, Aquavelve, English leather, and Brute. That was always the drugstore cologne. The really. weird thing is. But then, you remember Jovan's Musk? Yes. Oh. Uh, I, I had uh, Derek Jeter's cologne, but I never batted 300 with it. <laughs> no. <laughs> More like an 060. So. <laughs> the, the colognes that we went through, man. Mm. I'm like Jeremy, though. I used to wear, when I was young, I wore way too much of it. I remember my buddies came and picked me up one day, and they were like, dude, go back in the house and wash up. You smell. You, yeah. I, I think we all did. I wore uh, that burning. Jovan's Musk to high school. It's like it was fresh from Jovan. I wore it, and I'm all, I'm feeling, I'm getting in my feet. I feel real good. My English teacher turns around, I'm standing, and goes, who is wearing Musk? <laughs> <laughs> like, with disdain in her voice. I'm like, oh. <laughs> like, I guess I put on too much. Did you admit it was you? Yeah. I wouldn't have. I don't know who's that. (laughs) Now it's time for you to find out what we learned today. Ed Norris, what did you learn today? I learned, I watched that Yogi Berra docu, whatever, documentary or biopic, whatever you want to call it. And his quotes are still, I know everyone knows, you know, nobody goes there anymore, it's too crowded, but some of them just make so much sense, including that one. Um, you know, pitching always beats batting, and vice versa. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not know that one. Yeah, I can see how Sandy Koufax won twenty five games, but I don't understand is how he lost five. Baseball is ninety percent metal; the other half is physical. Yeah, you know, just I, I mean, swing at strikes. Yes, <laughs> it's like yeah, swing at strikes. The one Rob said the one earlier that got me all the time, and it's so true. Nobody goes there anymore; it's too crowded. <laughs> it's like it, opened with. Yeah, I know, but yeah. I'm saying that's that's the one that always got me yeah. from him. Like like Stephen Wright had all those one liners. Mm-hmm. You have a couple from him that always stand yeah. out. 
That's the one I always remember Yogi Bear because it's so stupid, but it makes so much it's sense. It's true though, because there are places where you know, I don't go. I'm not. I don't wait in line for anything. I don't. I'm not gonna sit at the bar for 45 minutes waiting for. No, I mean, sit at the bar and eating, or I'm not going. So yeah, I, it's funny the way he just you quotes. Know, he ridiculous. Claim, he claims never to have said that one though. He claims a lot of them. Yeah, yeah. we're not. But yeah. I, I'm giving it to him anyway. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's 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 give him some credit. Um, a couple of birthdays in sports. College basketball coach Mark Few celebrating a birthday today. Jim Larich, former MLB player. Uh, one of your favorites, Ed, Lorenzo Neal. Absolutely. Celebrating a birthday yeah. today. Former NFL quarterback and Heisman Trophy winner, Carson Palmer, celebrating a birthday today. And I don't know if he's a former pitcher or not. Yeah, I think he may be former. Cole Hamels. He's former now, right? Former what? Yeah, he's not in the league. Anymore. Okay. Cole Hamels celebrating a birthday today as well. Jeremy Kyle, what we got? Real quick before I get to some of this other stuff. Uh, today is the 50th anniversary of The Exorcist. Yeah, I Did saw. You, do uh, you guys like scary movies? And what no. was the scariest movie you saw? Exorcist. Exorcist <laughs> was the scariest movie. I think The Exorcist and The Shining were two favorites. What, what about the 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 um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Somebody's baby. Those Rosemary, scary. Rosemary's, Rosemary's baby. baby. That was a scary one. Yeah, Poltergeist was scary. Those kind of scary. Like, check, I don't like gore or the slasher films. Yeah, that's easy. stupid. That's See, easy. I love those. I don't like the the ghost movies. I don't like the. I like them because they're truly scary. I don't buy it. A one movie was supposed to be scary. That wasn't scary. It was like soft porn almost. Yeah. That was the one where the ghost was banging the lady. What was that? What movie was that? A ghost was. You thinking a scary movie no, too? No, no. It was a ghost that was banging the lady. I look for it. Yeah, while you're doing. I remember your what thing. a fish was? Wasn't that the movie, The Fish Man? What was that movie? Art of uh, the Shape of Water. Anyway, on uh, Christmas Day, I ordered two thousand pounds of Chinese soup. It was wonton. Man, I like that one. Uh, before before I die, I'm going to eat a whole bag of unpopped popcorn. That should make the crema- cremation a little bit more interesting. <laughs> In the new year, I'm giving up drinking for a month. Sorry, that came out wrong. In the new year, I'm giving up drinking for a month. <laughs> See, punctuation matters. Yes. <laughs> All right, here's another one for you. For her Christmas present, my wife, uh, I asked her, I said, what do you want? And she said, nothing would make me happier than a diamond necklace. So I got her nothing. <laughs> uh, a guy broke into my house last night. He was looking for money. So I got up and decided to look with him. <laughs> These are so stupid. I got a hammer lodged in my esophagus and doctors can't remove it. They say it's the worst case of Thor throat they've ever seen. <laughs> I'm done. That was dumb. By the way, the movie I'm talking about, The Entity. The Entity? I, I don't remember that. Yeah, The Entity. It was out, I want to say the 80s. High karate. We're looking at it right now. Uh, uh, cologne. Another cologne, yeah. 1982, The Entity. Yeah. You guys remember? You sure that wasn't like a softcore porn or something? No, it was Barbara or... Hershey was in it. Yeah. Oh, she did some of those. Some of what? <laughs> Vinny and Hedy up next. Hey, by the way, Jerry. Thank you. Baltimore City's finest. Thank you very much for the uh, Mattel electronic baseball game and the instructions you got. Basketball. basketball, Hockey. Hockey. And football. You are the man. You are about our sports love. Vinny and Hedy up next. (laughs) Have yourselves a safe and wonderful day. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 